is a magical operation of maximum importance. The initiation of a new Aeon. When it becomes necessary to utter a word, the whole planet must be bathed in blood. Ah yes, welcome to Dead House Whispers. <laughs> What's up, I'm Calypso, welcome to Dead House Whispers. That was totally abrupt, I was not prepared. <laughs> um, yes, welcome to Dead House Whispers. Uh, uh, this is just a Sanguine Sunday episode, it's going to be a casual episode. Not too much Dead House talk, more, more just, you know... Uh, uh, just random general things of passions. And uh, uh, yeah, so welcome to Dallas Whispers, everybody. Hope you guys are well. I am Calypso once again. And as always, joined by me is Faceless Mike, our other host. You were not prepared. <laughs> I was not prepared. Um, yeah, uh, so, we can do the back end here. So ignore yeah, me. Go for ahead. A we're just setting up. So, uh, so because this is a Sanguine Sunday and we're going to be kind of just talking casual. Um, and we were talking about this a little bit before stream, but I've been watching the PC Gaming Showcase, and I'm still watching it. And I was watching the Bethesda Showcase as well for Xbox, Xbox, whatever. Um, <laughs> and man, there are just so many games coming out. It's ridiculous. We finally it's got to crazy. see some Starfield stuff, which looks great. Um, it's Fallout 76 with a space skin. Uh, uh, let's see, we got some Diablo 4 stuff, which I'm really excited about. I've been playing a lot of Diablo 4 lately. <clears throat> Yes, we'll Again. pretend that it's not trying to overshadow a particular mobile game that may or may not have caused issues. Yep, yep, maybe, uh, <laughs> nope, not at all, not, not at all. That can't be the reason, that can't be the reason. <clears throat> um, and uh, yeah, there's just so many things. Uh, System Shock finally got a release date, or a, sort of a release date, a release window, I guess. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much everything else, so... What are you I'm looking forward about? to Sea of Thieves and the Ninja Turtles because I'm still a child living in the 90s. I completely forgot there was another Ninja Turtles. I forgot that that was going on. But yeah, that looks awesome. Sea of Thieves looks amazing. Uh, and I think one we were, of my we were earlier favorite, That's one of my favorite go-to games. That is like one of the greatest things I love playing with people and even just by myself, just like go out and sail because there's something crazy relaxing about just going on a wild adventure. Like... For anyone that hasn't tried it out, there's been so many things added to that. It's like worthwhile checking out. And it's it's one of those ones free on Game Pass type situations. Like, yeah. can I just point out, <clears throat> I stopped adhering to the console wars. I'm old enough that the console wars don't exist for me anymore. The console wars were Sega versus Nintendo. Those days are gone. Right now, I'm very much... Sega does what Nintendo don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm more about what's best for you as the consumer. Like, the PlayStation isn't better, the Xbox isn't better. What's best for you? But right now, if you do not have Game Pass, you are doing yourself a tremendous disservice. I, I feel, as a gamer, if you have a console or you just game regularly, because even down to there's been at least two dozen in the past 12 to 13 months games that I've tried that I never would have bought, but because they're free on Game Pass, I, tried, I was like, holy crap, this is really good. This is like, the, I would never have given this a second look like, but wow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Xbox is really a step <clears throat> up and Game Pass is a, is a, honestly, this isn't a, this isn't shilling. Not at all. Not sponsored really. in this Game Pass, wish, Game wish, Pass we really is, wish we were. Yeah. <laughs> wish we were. Everyone go, please subscribe to Game Pass. Click that link down below first. No, <laughs> um, no Game Pass is a great 
idea. One, it gives it's good for developers because, oh, hey, we're going to give you all this money to help develop your game. Just put it on our thing. We'll put it on Game Pass so you can play it. And then yep. Game Pass is like, is like honest, uh, constant free demos of games or just the entire game in general. And if you like the game enough, you, you wouldn't you buy it anyway, you know? Just to have that game permanently, just in case your Game Pass subscription uh, is up, or you stop subscribing for Game Pass. I've known I've known people that, and it's very rare they'll 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 do this because they'll cycle games in and out. But like when you've Game Pass and a game comes on, and then they're going to remove it, they tell you they're going to remove it. Like it doesn't just disappear one morning. They warn you what's going away that month. You get a discount to buy it, and I've known people that have played games like no 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 I'm keeping that, and then they bought like they bought it at the discount and all. So like win win. That's awesome. It's a great, great deal. Sony needs to step their game up and do a Game Pass style. They're trying Wait. to, but it's they're trying. But nickel and dimey. Like, uh, God, I guess uh, I don't want to badmouth Sony because I do love Sony, but they just need a. We need Phil Spencer to go in there and help Sony out a little bit. You know, we need to. You see, Sony's very much stuck in a very uh, Asian mindset. Mm-hmm. Sony of America is not pulling its weight at all. There's Sony Entertainment Europe. I don't think whichever. they can. I don't think they can because <clears> it's showing. They're kind of gridlocked. They're gridlocked into Sony Japan or however they're operating things. Like they had some great ideas at the beginning because I'll tell you when PS4 first launched and revamped the store and all of that. One of the mm-hmm. first free to play games on it was Warframe. <clears throat> yeah, that's all. And Warframe is still going strong he, to this day. That got me into Warframe because I was like, wonder what's free. Hey, that looks interesting. Like, there there you go. They were ahead of the curve on that one. But yeah. they've been a bit lacking. You have been found lacking. <laughs> you know? Which yeah. brings me to another question, Calypso. Hmm. So I've been trolling through the Deadhouse Discord as I do quite frequently. And there's been a lot of new people and many all seem to be confused as to what Deadhouse is. So, as you'd say to Dennis, 10,000 foot pitch, Calypso, what's Deadhouse to someone that has no idea? Brand new gamer, okay. not new to gaming, but new to like, right. not new to Deadhouse. With this. Yes. Yeah, okay, so if you're new to Deadhouse and you're and you're you know stumbling across this episode of Deadhouse Whispers, um, Deadhouse Sonata is it's an action to to quote Dennis, I guess it's a it's a narrative action driven RPG where the undead are fighting the living, right? That's the basic. That's the basic. Here's what here's what the style of game is. Action RPG. What do, what do you think of? Think of Diablo, like I just said a couple minutes ago. Um, you think of uh, War, Warframe a little bit. You think of Path of Exiles. Um, think of just uh, even I guess Titan Quest. If you're if you know you really want to go back there. Um, the Witcher, Dark Souls. The Witcher, like you Dark see, people, Souls, like people like think, think ARPG of, and they think Diablo, but they keep forgetting like yeah, ARPG is a wide category. Yes, just because Diablo <clears throat> sort of set the foundations for that genre and everything doesn't mean every action RPG is like Diablo. Um, even though as hard as some of them try to be, <laughs> um, but no. So Dead Outsider, it's a it's a third person narrative driven action RPG where the undead are fighting the living. Um, it's a spiritual successor to Legacy of Cain, 
um, and other games that Dennis Dyack has worked on. Like, if you guys are Legacy of Cain fans, I think you will enjoy Dead House Sonata for what it is. Um, narratively, if you liked Blood Omen, if you liked Soul Reaver, if you liked just the story of Legacy of Cain, then I think you'll like Dead House Sonata. It's one of those games where, I mean, I think Dennis said in an interview once, uh, it's it's where where Warframe, for example, is has a great story that nobody has experienced because it takes forever to sort of get into that story. Dead House Sonata is going to be narratively um, a game where the story you are invested in from like day one to day one thousand, right? Because the narrative is going to be a weaving thing. It's going to rewrite narrative similar to like how how. Uh, uh, me and a friend were talking about, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. Like, if you ever played Dungeons and Dragons with your friends, then uh, the stories that you guys tell each other of how your character did this or whatever your character did that, you know, whatever the DM was doing, it's going to be kind of similar to that, I'd say, for narrative. Like, the narrative is something that you guys create throughout Dead House, as well as having, you know, a canon story and of here's be, the main beat. Like, the, the funniest part is when you can tell someone, it's like, how long have you been playing Dead House? Ages. Like, that's a common phrase. Yeah, literal here. ages. Ages. You okay. can actually be their ages. But I don't yeah. think a lot of people understand, like, Dennis had said this years ago. Like, it's actually years ago now when they were initially pitching the concept about how, yeah. like, when you're talking about narrative-driven and community involvement. So, Sea of Thieves had a thing going on that just concluded recently this week, right? There was an island called Save Golden, uh, called Golden Sands, and the whole thing was Save Golden Sands. So, there was one group okay. of people trying to destroy it because it got them all messed up, and there was another people trying to save it. This is a binary choice. It is save yeah. or damn it. It's very, very simple, very basic. So players could pick either side, talk to the person, do the quests, and they helped save it. So that ticked up of people saving it versus damning it. It has now yeah. been decided because of community vote by who done it of how this is going to go. And that will be part of the lore in the future going forward, whether it's been saved or damned. Deadhouse will be doing this with the main story of the game. Yes. Frequently. Like, and it will be decided by what quests you do, what quests you don't do, who you decide to be. Like, this is the idea for the game. Like, I don't think people really understand this. Like, in The Witcher, you know, the way, like, the main quest is find Siri. Well, for the first half of the game, find Siri, right? And then there's a load of other mini quests you do along the way that either help or hinder this. And then those play a part in things later. Like, um, yeah. you've got the Novigrad, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I anyway. shouldn't care about spoiling this. The game's old. Okay. Yeah, I know. Anyway. The, game, the game is right. almost like, it's old now. Right. So uh, if no, you do okay, certain so... side quests, there is yeah. one that if you just happen to go this direction, you'll find Letho from The Witcher 2. Yeah. Right? And yeah. you can help Letho. And if you help Letho and the quest turns out the right way, later on, he helps you in the game. But if you've never done that, that never happens. That's how Deadhouse is going to work on a grand scale because it's going to be tracking user data. That's the whole thing. Dennis is saying about using big data, but use it for good in a positive way that people will enjoy rather than the algorithms trying to sell you crap ads on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And you like, can't uh, demonetize like us because we're not monetized. <laughs> yet, yet. No, something that... Um, that Something I guess that you can also think about with Dead House is um, if you guys have ever watched uh, other developers 
um, be like, oh, hey, uh, like for online or whatever, like World of Warcraft, they did this often where it's like, how many people uh, killed this character or beat that boss or did this raid or did that dungeon? And they have all these numbers of how many players actually did that. Imagine that for Dead House where all these players are doing that. And because that overwhelming players raided this dungeon or did this for this choice, then that's going to be the canon choice. You know, yeah. so like imagine you, you go into the save dungeon. a character yeah. or kill a character. If all of these characters decide to save that character, that's canon now. The character is saved. They went the other yeah. way, and that character is dead. That's awesome. It'll be, dri it'll be driven like that, and that'll go into the lore of the game. And if you're someone that's there from the start, who's like, I was there when that yeah. choice is made. You know, the bragging rights of, you don't know, I was there in the first stage. <laughs> I will yeah. be that grizzled old man. I will um, be that grumpy old guy, but that's the fun of it, isn't it? Yeah, no, I like I like that. I like that. Like uh, uh, something something that this also, I guess, could say will have ramifications on the overall narrative of the game, yeah. and that's narrative within the world itself, as well as narrative within the community and like the public. The, the public space and the people and your friends that play it, right? So a really good example of this is um, uh, there was a World of Warcraft player called Am Amni? Angry? It sounded like Angry, I think was the name, Amni. And um, he was a, a really high-level rogue character. And all he would do is on a PvP server, he would um, take control of this dock. So if you got on this boat, you tried to get off at this dock, he would kill you and your character. He would then travel to the graveyard that was right next to the dock, and he would kill your character again. And <laughs> he, he did this to thousands upon thousands of players. He was the main guy who controlling this dock. He was so level, so overpowered, nobody could beat him. Um, and like, unless like you you formed a public raid with your team to go and take this guy out, right? Years later, this guy has become a legend within the World of Warcraft community on the forums. On there was even a website dedicated to all the people he's killed and all the angry comments they left and all the emails they sent in classic Warcraft. Um, they even did a freaking documentary of this guy just just recently, right? Um, but like that kind of stuff is going to be a mainstay for Dead House. Like uh, the community will end up talking about this one specific moment that a player does or a player does this. A really good example is in Elden Ring. Um, that one character player let me uh, solo let me solo her. absolute has become, legend has become a literal legend within elden ring now <laughs> because of just his actions within the game and the community and the world he has a freaking statue in elden ring now of his character you know he's gone but down a legendary history good of community character. engagement and that is what dennis and team are planning on building yes that's how it's going to go that's not going to be the exception they want this to be the standard Bringing narrative back and getting your voice included in the narrative, and if you handle it well, then you know, then that's all that that's all that really needs to be done. I guess just handle it well. Um, the other thing I think that so we have that for Dead House, right? We have that it's a narrative action driven RPG. So um, that's the narrative aspect of it. The action aspect of it, or the action RPG aspect of it, is uh, you can think of it like like a. a spec'd out Diablo or uh, Path of Exiles or Warframe even with how the skills and everything are going to work. Um, the skill tree, I just released a video on this for my for my YouTube channel, Calypso. Go check it out. It. It'll be linked below. Else. Um, so unlike regular skill trees within 
uh, other games, Dead House Sonata is going to kind of have a, a weird system. You have a physical skill tree, a magical skill tree, and a, an ethereal skill tree or an essence skill tree. So those are your main trees. Well, they're, each of you're kind trees, of they're your resources, and each skill, resources, each yeah. will each skill draw from one that. of these ones. Yeah. So, so let's say you have a, your physical, there we go. Resources is better. So you have your physical resource, right? You have all these abilities within that physical resource. Um, and then those abilities or skills are going to have abilities and skills of their own uh, as like sub skills. So it, it really is like just a tree with all these branches branching out to uh, have your skills and abilities that you can spec and respec and build your character out to help other characters in your game or just yourself. Certain characters will be, will be better in others, in some skills or trees than others. Um, the vampire, for example, is a jack of all trades, so he's good in all three um, areas. You have the revenant who is really physical, but can also be mastered in like essential or magical. You know, it's just, it's kind of a complex system. Uh, on paper, it's a little bit complex, but once you see it in footage, then it makes a lot more sense, you know? Um, but yeah, so that's like the action RPG element of it. And then the other thing is like, it's going to be a gothic horror Legacy of Cain style game. So it kind of just wraps everything up in a little bow, you know? <laughs> yeah. Deadhouse Sonata. <laughs> that's going to be the way it goes. While you do that, I'm actually going to pull up uh, some pictures of as we're doing. So that's how the game goes. Yeah. By the way, Calypso gives a fantastic explanation of the tarot system. We'll link the video down below. Yeah. Definitely worth going checking out, especially for the new ones. Now, here's the other question, Calypso, while I'm doing this. There was a lot of people that were completely, they were baffled by Deadhouse. They came into it and I seen that they didn't want to read the lore because they felt that the lore was too thick. It was too dense. Maybe they mm -hmm. had a bit of overload. I understand some people can have cognitive overload. They can't there and say read mountains of text. So quick overview. Run me through the classes. You're completely okay. new to the game. Explain it. Because people are coming in and they might have their own preconceived idea of what a lich is, but that's not what Deadhouse is. So. Yeah. Okay. So classes are, you have your vampire, which is the main one that they've been showing off in the weekly Deadhouse Sonata streams um, that you do, Mike. Um, and it's the one that's been <laughs> talked about the most, I think. So you have the vampire. Um, you have your banshee. Uh, so think of like like traditional Irish folklore banshees. You have the wraith, um, ghost kind of ghost stealth class, I suppose. Um, you have the revenant, which is sort of like your physical tank. Um, you have your ghoul. Um, then you have am I, I know I'm missing some right? Lich, duh, lich. And then is that it? Oh my god, dude! Come on. I've, uh, let's see. Hold on. Vampire, Banshee, Wraith, Revenant, Ghoul, Lich. Don't make me look this up. Don't answer. Don't. I don't want to look at the comments. <laughs> white. There we go. The white. Yeah. All right. I knew I forgot one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yes. So, the classes are going to be a, a little bit different and weird also for Deadhouse. Um, and, and this all ties into the tarot skill system and the action RPG element thing of it, right? Um, oh gosh, I wish I had, I could pull up images or whatever for this. Uh, Give but, me a second. But, uh, so the vampire 
is going to be a jack of all trades class. Um, so that is, so that means he specializes in the, 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 the physical, the magical and the essential state. So think of it like, like your health, your magic and your stamina in basic terms. That's not what it is, but that's the most basic thing I can think of to anybody who is wanting a quick understanding of this. The green or the essential is stamina, even though it's not stamina, but you can think of it as stamina for now right? Just to try to wrap your head around this. So you have the vampire. He specializes in all three of those, but being a jack of all trades, you are a master of none. Um, the uh, banshee more specializes... More better than the master of one. Mm, yes. Um, the banshee <laughs> specializes in uh, magical, in the magical tree, but again, uh, she can subskill in the health and the stamina tree right the whole thing is 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 all of these classes have a specialty in um in one specific area that's where they're going to be the strongest but you don't have to lock your character into that one specific area you know what i mean like for example when playing a wizard when playing a wizard class in any other rpg you specialize in mana right you you always dump your stat points into vitality and mana or willpower or whatever they want to call it right um you don't go for dexterity you don't go for um charisma or or uh, the whatever the other one is that i can't remember um but yeah you always dump your skill points into health and mana so you can live longer and you can cast more spells right you could think of other characters like that kind of doing that but rather than being being uh, stopped at dumping your skill points into physical or mana, you can dump your skill points into anywhere you want and it'll benefit you no matter what. And the skills that you pick out or the skills that you find within the world of Dead House Sonata are going to be the things that allow you to build your character the way you want, um, which tree you want to go into, but you can go into all three of them. It's very, it's very different. It's very complex. It's very unique. Um, and it's something that that I think uh, once you once you understand it and look into it a little bit more, then you'll get it. I understand not wanting to dump into the lore and read all that kind of stuff because sometimes you just want to jump in and kill things. That's cool. You don't have to. It's not a it's not a, rec a requirement, but it helps if you want to understand the world more. Like all action RPGs, or like all RPGs, you know. Um, and yeah, but you don't have to. Like, I love Dungeons and Dragons. Do I love the lore of Dungeons and Dragons? Not really. Do I love playing Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. I think if there's a good story or whatever, it's cool. But I'm not a huge Dungeons and Dragons nerd. I don't know all the backstory and the the deep interconnecting characters and arcs and all the years that Dungeons and Dragons has gone through. I don't know any of that crap. I just like playing Dungeons and Dragons and killing people with my wizard character. <laughs> like, that's that's it, man. You know, it can be as basic. Dead House can be as basic as you want it to be. But if you want to explore and understand more and really dig deep into the game, then you can. Um, not to bring up Diablo again, but like Diablo can be as basic as you want it to be. Or you can dig really deep into the lore for Diablo and understand it if you really want to. Or you can just click on things and kill stuff, you know? Like, that's awesome. And that's that's the good thing about action RPGs is that they're so deep. They're like a mile wide and an inch deep um, for everything. Okay, you know, yeah, it's a mile wide and a mile deep. Okay, there we go. There we go. <clears throat> yeah, those are all of our classes. From uh, left to right, we have our uh, Lich, Ghoul, White, Banshee, Wraith, Revenant, and Vampire. Um, and all of these class. And I guess I guess a good way to to do this is. 
the colors surrounding the classes are kind of the trees that they specialize in a little bit or the, the well, if you uh, look at the website it'll also show the trinary like you can take that, too, where, that too where they fall onto it because that's a good idea of what way it's going oh shout out as well for anyone uh listening if you haven't um you might want to go on to the forum because we're voting on names <clears throat> the names for the vampire got narrowed down and there's a poll now oh shit i gotta go to that poll then and vote <laughs> everyone go do it because i'm about to do it too <laughs> i'll tell you i'll pull up the names and we'll see what way we're going <laughs> I, I shudder at some of the choices, but it, ah. is, it is what it is. I wonder um, if, I mean, see, naming things is so hard. Um, you can go the really basic route and call like like Scotland Skazgol or Skullsgol, even though that's just Scotland. Ryoji, you know? greetings. So what we have is Jornoth, Victor, Victor, Matthias, ah, Victor, Darius Valdor. Malachi, okay. Xeroxis, Manathriel, Venemir, Quillian, and Argento. Ooh, Quillian and Argento are really good. Wow, those are those aren't bad names. I'm yeah, pretty no sure. No one uh, picked Argento so far, apparently. Or uh, Malachi. Uh, Malachi. Damn it. They didn't they didn't like my Malachi bastards. There's no they one on that yet. Look, go one. vote. It'll tell you the numbers. Yeah. Oh man. So far in the lead, we have Victor. Victor. Because apparently everyone wants Marvel characters. <laughs> oh, know? yeah. Because everyone wants Victor vampire. the vampire. Yeah, it is vampire. There was it's someone v that got upset because they suggested Morbius and it got removed. <laughs> it was like, I, they had to be trolling. I refuse to be. It's Morbid time. <laughs> it's Morbid time. Uh, so the lead ones at the moment are Victor and Venomir because we all live in a Marvel universe where it needs to be Peter Parker and, you know, Venomir yeah, the Peter vampire. Parker, Ven Venomir the v Victor, Hello, Victor Venomir the vampire. Um, no, you know what it is? I, it might be that Vorador thing that everyone's still hanging over the, the Vorador name. Vorador is a Dude, great name. I swear to God, at least like more than half of our audience aren't old enough to know Blood Omen. Oh, that's true. Uh, oh, gosh. It sucks. Just being so old we can feel old. Yeah. We should be doing TikTok dance. Yeah, put up yeah, some deadhouse music do TikTok dance, you know. <laughs> when once that when that happens, then uh, I'm out. Sorry guys, I'm out of deadhouse. I quit all all shilling of deadhouse from now on. No, um, no. Okay, so Zaraxis was on there, yeah. Yes, that's a great I like that too. one. That was my vote. That's Dakian for like king. That's for, awesome. Like, Zaraxis, badass. That's a Zaraxis. Zorax, you say Zoraxis, it sounds like you should be the lead singer of like some Norwegian death metal band. It's awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. It's awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, there's where we are now. Go vote. Y'all need to go vote. This isn't like an election. This is an actual important issue. This will vote for the actually... name of the vampire. <laughs> yes. So uh, how many votes does Victor have so far? Victor is at seven. And Venemir is at Crap. seven. Okay, guys, I need you. I need everybody watching to just go re-vote. Can you re-vote? Can you vote twice? No, you can't vote twice, but you can't change your vote. Oh, man. Okay, so everybody go change your votes to to Malachi, because that's an awesome name, okay? <laughs> um, or Zaraxxus. Zaraxxus is Victor. an awesome name. We have to dethrone Victor, because Victor is so basic, guys. Like, Victor. Like, I can't 
hear Victor without thinking of Dracula saying Victor and Van Helsing, that Hugh Jackman movie, because he always says it so flame like Victor. That was I am the best Castle- Up until the anime, that was the best Castlevania movie that had ever been made because it had oh, nothing to do with Dracula or Van that was Helsing. The best, that was that was the best uh, Castlevania or. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, what Vampire Hunter D? That was a great Vampire Hunter D movie. Like all of it, dude. So, that was such a good movie, though. It was so cheesy. I love it. Oh, it was absolute pure cheese, and that was why it was glorious. Speaking of which, did you see the trailer for the new Castlevania? I have not, but I heard it's Richter. They're doing Richter this this uh, next season for Castlevania. And if you listen carefully, do they do his music? You can hear Alucard talking because there's loads Ooh. of voices. It's just Richter from behind. So it's clear they're going for Rondo, then Symphony. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely doing Rondo. I think uh, they might do Symphony because uh, they might do Symphony after. Yeah. You know, because um, if they do Rondo of Blood I, and then they do Symphony. I would have my little amiibo of Richter and my little Castlevania pops. Pick your poison. It's either Victor or Ven- Venomir. Just sounds too close to Vesemir to me. Yeah, wait. That's yeah, that's totally Vesemir. Like- that's way too Vesemir. <laughs> oh, speaking of Vesemir, I finally, uh, I finally started watching The Witcher season two. Yes, I know. I have Told words. You. Told you. <laughs> like for what they're doing, it's good. If this wasn't The Witcher and it was some other generic fantasy thing i'm i'm down with it i'm cool but because it's the witcher <laughs> told you you have to pretend it's not connected to the video games that i am just totally watch it as its own thing. i'm pretending i'm trying man but they like after episode two like <sighs> episode one is completely wrong from the book episode one well, i liked episode one i thoroughly enjoyed episode it's a one. good thing but it was when good, you've read, it was good, if you've read uh, that eight. story in the book i think it's in sort of destiny it's a really good story they just changed it and it's kind of like they rewrote the story but it's also a sequel to the story because he already knows yeah. the guy it's weird yeah it was weird uh and there's also there's so much on the on the hand foreshadowing like holding your hand foreshadowing for that first episode of the witcher season two especially if you've read the books and you know what's going to happen right you know that like oh wow they're just spelling that out for everybody um i don't want to spoil anything but like it's old you I mean, it was a good it. episode and it was cool seeing torment without a beard <laughs> for game of thrones <laughs> it was really cool here. seeing torment without a beard <laughs> I have to um, wait and ask, is the big woman here? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, definitely. He is the big man now. <laughs> uh, no, it was a good episode, though. For for a first, for a, for another twist on on The Witcher and that story, I thought it was good. And then episode mm. two just throws all that, you almost had me redeeming the show out the window. And, <sighs> but anyway. Anyway. Um, so, just, go yeah, watch, uh, just go watch the anime again and pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, God, the anime is so good, though. Like, I loved the anime. I thought it was great. The uh, the the young Vesemir anime. I thought that was awesome. Um, Venomir, but no, Venomir is way too Vesemir of a name. Venomir is way too much Vesemir. So we need to please, guys, change your vote to something that's not Victor or Venomir. (laughs) Please, please. Even what was it? Wasn't like what wasn't? What's one of the names? Like Dulgo something or other doesn't have a, a full name for that Darius Valdor. yeah even that's a better name than than 
Venomir or Victor. Not that I'm saying whoever came up with those names, you guys are watching this. It's, it's not bad names. It's just for this character, for, like, let's so generic fantasy. Let's try to steer away from generic fantasy. At least it's not morbid. <laughs> At least it's not morbid time. <laughs> At least it's not morbid time. <laughs> By saying this out loud, we're complete. We're we're complacent in assisting the algorithm with that crap. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, I mean, thankfully, I will... Cerberus isn't an option. Yeah, someone just outright. Mm. I didn't realize this. I had to be told when I was amalgamating some of these names, and like certain things had to go. Someone just outright just put a Harry Potter name in there. Seriously, and I'm that much of an agent. I didn't know because I don't. I don't read Harry Potter or anything. So I like it. Didn't know when someone said you can't put that in. That's a Harry Potter name. I'm like, oh. Wow, did someone legitimately do that? Wow. Voldemort. His name is Voldemort. That's the new vampire's name. He now. who shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> if oh man, no, if every if every name gets down to a tie miraculously, then the vampire's name should be he should he who should not be named. You know who. It should just be you know who. This there. does not look like a victor. No, it doesn't look like a Victor. He looks it the totally guy who looks... mugged Victor and then ate yeah. him. Yeah, and then ate him. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a Morbius. <laughs> he does God. not. No well, I think what's funny is that everybody smoke, spoke Morbius 2 into existence because Morbius yep. is getting memed. No, the worst so part hard. is Jared Leto ruined it. Seriously? Did you not did see he, it? Did he... No, I did not. He's like, they done a video like where he's trying to be a smart ass. He did TikTok. He's like, what are you reading? Oh, nothing. Oh, is that the script for the sequel? And it was just Morbius 2. It's Morbin time. And it's like, uh, right. now it's ruined. Now it's like, yeah, you know, now it's like now when your dad ruined. comes in and makes the joke. It's kind of like, oh. are you winning, son? Oh. <laughs> no, dad, I'm losing because you walked in. Speak, speaking of losing, yeah, that's the whole thing with Diablo Immortal. That's everyone keeps arguing, and even Calypso went uh, back it's on a really with the pay fun to win. Game. Even, even I talked about another pay to win thing for freaking Diablo Immortal. I'll, My mistake put... was I made that video. I made that video way too early, and then it turns out it is pay to win. So I had to backtrack everything well, I no, said. It's, it's not. Here's the funny part: you got it right the first time, and people completely misunderstand it. In a game with that amount of money and 22 different currencies, and the amount of different microtransactions has been laced into the game, it's not pay to win though. Because everyone keeps saying it's pay to win. You can pay all that money and you still won't win. Because you can't win. It's designed in that's that way. That's true. No, see, that's the thing that people don't understand or that I don't understand. Yeah. I guess I play <laughs> looters all wrong because my when I play looters... The more you pay, looters, the more like you Chicago, lose. The more I pay, the more I lose. No. You've all when been I to Vegas. Looters, you know how this works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gambling. <laughs> Um, no, so when I play looters, I play looters, I, but I'm a different gamer, I guess. Um, I play looters because I'm invested into the world. I'm invested into the, um, the, the, uh, God, what am I trying to say here? Sorry. I'm invested, invested into the, uh, in the game, in, in the, the game, game itself. The world, yeah, I'm invested the into the combat. World. I think the combat's yeah. really fun. I think, I think getting the loot is really fun. I'm invested into the lore and the story of the world. Like, End game for looters is get the best loot, get the best character PvP stuff, all that kind of junk. Fashion right? like frame. That's, that's end game. All yeah, comes down to fashion game frame. For looters, fashion <laughs> frame. Um, uh, the only way to win is not to 
not to play. Uh, yeah. So like that's that's what I have when I play looters for like Diablo. The winning of Diablo is get the best loot. But with Diablo Immortal, they've locked getting the best loot behind a bunch of paywalls and not just one paywall, multiple different paywalls to depend on what you're going to do. Um, a friend of mine showed me a video where they uh, someone spent twenty dollars to unlock, you know, all the good crap. Um, he yeah. did it first, free free to play completely. He unlocked like four legendary good items, right? He paid that twenty dollars. He unlocked like forty different legendary different items. Um, but the whole and the whole thing is is like if you're gonna do paid, if you're gonna do a PvP, um, and try to get up on that that leaderboard for for PvP stuff. Um, and like the, the only way to really do that for Diablo Mortal, I guess, is to pay a bunch of money to get the best gear. But here's the thing. You don't really have to, if you don't fucking want to. And that's my problem with, with Diablo Mortal. It's, it's not a bad game. It's a really fun game with your friends. Um, the action is really fun. It's, it's got like all the good stuff about Diablo three minus the really shitty Warcraft art style that I don't like. Um, but it's a really fun game. The problem with Diablo Immortal that everybody's freaking out about is that, oh, it's pay to win. There's all these loot things, but you don't have to buy any of that crap if you don't want to. You can farm for all the legendary gold, and it might take you thousands and thousands of hours to get all this legendary loot, or you might not even get it at all. But the thing is, is that people don't remember 20 years ago with Diablo 2, you can farm for thousands and thousands of hours in Diablo 2 and never unlock the legendary, like the, the the best armor, the best items in the yeah, game, just, because the drop rate is like 0.4% just, for like just, all the legendary stuff. Prime ten years you get the minute you can buy gear yeah. or buy the ability to get gear, because they've done this fantastic thing where they tried to hide loot boxes behind the rifts and crests. Like yeah, that's from a I business heard. standpoint, that's very elegant. As a player oh, yeah. standpoint, that's criminal and you're going to get in trouble for it and you should be rightly punished because you can't sell loot in a game where the goal is to kill things to get loot. Like that's, yeah. you're taking away the point. It's the same with like, I don't like where there's games that let you skip or that give you like yeah. experience scrolls. Like getting something that you can pop that'll give you 5% more experience or something for an hour. Okay, that's kind of okay. But when you Assassin's get stuff- kind of bad. That's why when you get stuff that's like making you skip, it's like either A, you've intentionally throttled the game to make it longer and artificially inflating the runtime, or B, your game is crap and want me to skip it, so why would I even play it? Like, why yeah. would you pay money to buy a game and then pay money to skip playing the game? Yeah, I something never that, understand uh, that. Something that turned me off about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I love the world of Odyssey. I think it's beautiful. I think they did a great job with it. I think the combat's even fun. I love all that shit about Odyssey. The problem with Odyssey is they unlocked the game behind money. So you can grind out the game and um, spend hundreds upon freaking hours uh, with with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and uh, but you have to kill all these cult members. Um, and you have to level up. If you want to level up faster, you could put put money down or whatever to mm. to play it. But like you're paying to get further into your game. Why? Just let yeah. me let that. Like I don't mind the cosmetic stuff they put into Assassin's Creed Odyssey because it's just cosmetics. Whatever, I don't care. But if you're if I have to put money down to get faster experience to grind to beat the last boss or whatever, and the game is only sixty percent done, and there's all these other shit to do, then that's bad. That's yep. I understand video games are really expensive to make and you need to make money. That's why they have DLCs. That's why they have expansions. 
Um, but there is ethical ways to do monetization. Uh, I'll actually bring that up. It's like there's uh, Temujin saying Calypso, it would take you close to 40,000 years. 40,000 years to farm the same level it would take you to buy for $200,000. And and don't forget it's seasonal, so the progress will be reset at intervals. Now, when you talk about ethical monetization, we're back to my old buddies that I mentioned at the start, Sea of Thieves. They have a perfectly ethical business model. You never need to buy a single damn thing in that game because everything that you can buy for money is cosmetic and has absolutely no influence on the game whatsoever. And they rake in money because they have really cool cosmetics. You're like, this is so fun. I've been getting so much fun out of this game. I don't mind buying those silly sails or that silly gun or boat. You have a normal, the way the game works is you have a basic set of equipment. You have your shovel for digging up. You have your pistol. You have a blunder bus, you have a rifle, you have the full set of equipment and what you're buying is skins for them to make the things look cool. Either your equipment or the boat, that's it. That's all you buy. And they have loads of different things for it and there's loads of emotes and of course because it's fashionable you can have different clothes. has no effect on the game whatsoever. But there's loads of it in there and people spend money on it. There, yeah, Rio Jaws on Mike's boat. He paid to be Captain Edgelord. Yes, I did. I have a kick-ass Captain Edgelord costume. He's got a skull, like a, a plague doctor mask, and everything. He is awesome. Oh, that's awesome. No, no. Uh, <laughs> that's I think if you're gonna do cosmetic stuff, like uh, I, I play Hunt Showdown a lot too, right? Mm-hmm. Really good, fun, really difficult game. Hunt Showdown is. But all the stuff that you can buy in that game is just cosmetic stuff. You do not need to buy anything, but it's really cool cosmetics. They have a Plague Doctor skin. I'm so mad. That's only unlockable from Twitch drops and for like seasonal, like their Halloween event. It's a really cool Plague Doctor. And why don't you, you can't start buy watching it. them for I would buy that for $10, again. man. I would buy it for $10, but like it's only for seasonal Twitch drops. I'm so friggin' mad. But they have a bunch of other really cool skins for Hunt Showdown, but that's all it is. It's just skins. It's just DLC, and they're like five, ten bucks or whatever occasionally. That's it, man. Like the thing with Diablo Immortal, what they need to do is they need to just switch it to cosmetics because, like, their cosmetics for a really cool piece of armor in Diablo Immortal is like fifteen dollars, and all it does is sit on top of your regular armor. It doesn't do anything but just make you look cool. Fifteen dollars. If they cut that down to like five or ten bucks for like double packs or something, they would yeah. make way more money for cosmetic items than they would off of all the shit that you need to do to level up or get PVP or whatever. I I put that on the screen just because something, when I read it out and responded, I didn't realize, look at the game we're supporting. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Deadhouse, that's the, that's the other thing um, for Deadhouse Sonata. uh, Hold on. I mean, I need to put up a mark so I can find this in video editing. Um, All right. (laughs) So when we're talking about Deadhouse Sonata, uh, Deadhouse Sonata is free to play. Oh no! Yeah, Deadhouse Sonata is free to play, but it's going to take that free to play model of Warframe of Path of Exile of not where, pay to win, of not pay to win, where it's just cosmetic stuff. Um, and the best part is, is you don't even need to real to spend like real money on any of this cosmetic stuff. You can you can earn in game currency as well to unlock the cosmetic stuff you can grind to get that in-game currency to unlock the cool cosmetics or you can drop five bucks and get a cool skin or colors to customize your character or whatever just look i would say look at warframe look at path of exiles for their cosmetic stuff and how they do it how they do monetization that's generally what there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff coming for it down that path but the other side is keep in mind it's 
free to play, not pay to win. Calypso done a fantastic video on this before. Yep. And you will be able to customize anything you want in this game. And that's where most nearly all the monetization will be. will be like, customize your crypt, customize your character and all like that. It's not going to gate you in the game. That's the purpose of this because Dennis yeah. always talks about an ethical business model and that's the way it is to go forward. And one thing to clarify, because a lot of people keep asking about this, they ask, oh, how come we didn't get a key? Here it is. Currently, there is a demo. It is a combat room demo. It is not a demo of the game. It is a combat room where people who have earlier access be, and I'll tell you how to get the early access in a minute, but it's early access so that people can try out the combat and give feedback in the community on the forums, on the Discord and all like that about what they like to see, what they'd like to see in the future, what they don't like, what they'd think would be changed. This is not the game demo, that's a combat room demo. To get access to it, all you need to do is be a supporter of any level. If you bought a Founders Pack in the past, if you buy a Supporters Pack tomorrow, doesn't matter when or how. You drop into the weekly streams on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. They're the same time every week. You'll find my lovely self there playing the game. And at the end of the month, we'll still be doing the developer streams with Dennis Colden and co. And when we say so, drop a 333 in the chat. That's it. That's it. I will promise you I will get a key to you. Because that's what I do after each of the stream. I skim the names for everyone that's put the 333 in the chat and we reach out to you. Little tip, I've had people not reach out to me. There has been people who would put in the 333 in the chat and because we're on restream, as you can see, it's the same with Deadhouse. It goes across many platforms. No halo here. <laughs> we put it in the chat and someone will put a 333 from YouTube and then I try to reach out to them in Discord and their name will be different on Discord so I can't find them. I'll say, hey, can anyone that's reached out to me that was on the stream last night, can you DM me here? And I'll make sure we can get your key. I've still had like six or seven people not come back to me with every stream. Hmm. That's okay. Well, I guess I guess uh, clarify clarify for this for the people mm -hmm. now as well as me. Um, I apologize, anybody, if I've been giving out misinformation. We have it corrected here. Um, mm -hmm. Will the Dead House combat demo be public? at some point in the hopefully that's the plan hopefully and they okay, can't give dates or times but that is the plan that this will be available this will also be going forward so as it is right now it is the testing room as this goes forward and even into the first second third age and going forward they would like to keep the combat arena up and use it like a public test server so that when new things are implemented new classes new characters new abilities they can be tested out there to kind of get some kind of feedback and focus testing on it and what the players think about it before it gets implemented into the game proper. So this ain't going away. Alrighty. Good to know. Good to know. And I have to be shameless because I'm not just playing it for work anymore. I have spent a ridiculous amount of hours in that combat demo, Calypso. Oh man, I need to, I need to catch up with Varric and Sailor Midgard. Um, playing it man they have hundreds of hours already no they don't so bad. <laughs> oh they you don't see how much i have oh well i mean hey hey you're part have of the you team got, so have you got have you got me on steam yes you do go take a look at the top uh your your friends there oh hey gloomwood oh what early access gloomwood what Ooh. um 
Ooh, uh, for anybody who, uh, really quick aside, uh, Gloomwood is a thief-like game being developed by New Blood Interactive. Um, they are boomer shooters from my heart, and uh, they are recheck that sailor. It's basically Thief <laughs> with Guns. I think that's the actual website, Thief with Guns. Um, oh my god, I can't even find you on here anymore. Let me just type. Go click. No, go click Deadhouse, and then at the side, if you click on Deadhouse in your library on the side, it'll say Friends. Oh my life. god, dude. All right, for the record, everybody, Faceless Mike has 103 hours on record and counting. Whoa, you can do live wallpapers now on Steam? You can also do live wallpapers on Steam. This is awesome. He has a he has a Witcher, the Witcher swords. Uh, they're glowing and they're dripping with rain, like they're dripping with water and it's raining. This is the coolest shit ever. Oh my god. Um, he also has uh, uh, 1.5 hours on V Rising. Which uh, how is V yeah. Rising? I hear it's really good. I hear uh, it's really good. I'm not a fan. I'm not okay. a fan of survival games really. But V Rising. If you don't cool. like survival games, you won't like it. It's a yeah. crafting game wearing a vampire skin. The vampire abilities and stuff like that take a second fiddle. They're selling it as a vampire game. But it's more but about it's really the crafting and survival and stuff. But it's very clear this huge homage to um, Legacy of Cain. Like oh, you yeah, can no, clearly like tell these guys are big fans of it there. Uh, v Rising, yeah, we've talked on end about it. Here's the funny part. I got to test V Rising and I couldn't talk about mm -hmm. it. And uh, I, I wasn't the big fan. And I, I gave them my feedback. And I was nice about it. This game is crap. I actually legitimately like gave proper like recourse of what I thought about it. And then people were like, oh yeah, it's released. You want to buy it? And I'm like, no. And then I was on a stream one evening and I was trying to educate people about um, Deadhouse Sonata and I got a free key for v Rising. That's great. So That's I great. ended up getting the game anyway, which was really weird. Although I think I got us a few new fans, so. It's a net yeah. win. Like, I really wish... It kind of breaks my heart. Like, don't get me wrong. Survival games are okay. Uh, the they only, have their place. The like soccer one. games. I don't like soccer yeah. games, but there's people for that. There's, there's Yeah, like, I think the everyone. most... The survival game I played the most was Conan Exiles. Um, like, for uh, for a free weekend or something, I played Conan Exiles. And I, I love it. Maybe it's because I love Conan, and, like, it was a... It's a very... They're very much turned your brain off just chill kind of games yeah to build my house with these rocks but i must <laughs> farm for five hours and hit with my axe no um so conan exiles is a, is a really fun survival game if you like conan if you are not a conan fan i do not recommend it because it's very much it's got it's one of those things where it's it's got a really deep lore but it's a survival game which doesn't make sense you know what i mean like and it hurts my heart because you have this great game but it's but it's a survival game and it could easily be a really good single player or multiplayer like experience like action game or something set in the world of conan i was waiting you know, for that like v rising v rising looks fucking awesome <laughs> would be a really great single player game or whatever but it's a survival game you know um Crushing your enemies, seeing them driven before you, and, and you hear the lamentations of their women. <laughs> I love that movie, I was, dude. I was I was waiting for that, but it'd be kind of like the Elder Scrolls, then. Like ESO, like it's not yeah, a great like, MMO, but if you're a big fan of the Elder Scrolls lore, it means more to you. It's way better because you get to like play in that whole world. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who's super in love with Elder Scrolls and like knows all the lore inside and out. Um, and like, I've, I'm pretty sure has logged in a couple of thousand hours in Elder Scrolls online since release, you know, and like seeing, I understand it's really cool seeing those moments played out, like seeing big story moments or whatever within the world of Elder Scrolls played out online in an MMO um, mm. and you get more story and everything. I'm like, that's cool, but I'm more of a single player kind of guy or if I'm multiplayer, it's only a few select ones that I kind of just get obsessed with and play for hours and hours and hours. Um, and to point out for that as well, know, for anyone, more uh, guide sourcing for anyone, uh, Deadhouse Sonata will be six-player co-op but yep. while it is an online game, you will be perfectly able to go through and play the entire game solo by yourself. It will not require it. It'll be very similar to Warframe in that regard where you can go through and do it all yourself, but you don't have to. Yeah, <clears throat> which is good. Like having that option is is good. Um, I think I think that I think that should, that's how it kind of should always be with online games uh you know you have that option of playing with friends or you can play it single player if you play it single player you aren't missing on anything if you play it online you aren't missing on anything either if you some if people you just like to prefer to play a game with friends that they'll only play the game when yeah. they're playing with their friends and that's cool too the cool side to this is the idea is it will be cross play and cross save so xbox playstation PC, yeah. anything it'll be coming onto nearly all major platforms whatever way the guys can get it to work on everything it'll be on everything so nice. you know even final fantasy 14 is making a single player mode now there you go yeah that's cool that's that's good that's how it should be like i don't understand the the prop here's the the problem is with online games is like what if they sh if they decide to cancel the game and shut the servers down then you're screwed because you can't get online anymore right but if you have a single player and you can just go single player and there's no servers involved and it's just on your hard drive or whatever then you're good to go then you can still yeah. play that game like and that's that's always a benefit like it always it seriously hurts my heart that that warcraft that world of warcraft didn't have a single player option to where there wasn't any servers involved it was just you are that one player and they might and they maybe change some of the systems where it's not so grindy um i think that would have been awesome that way i could get my my warcraft experience and love that i have for warcraft out of the way while not having to play online with nobody or randomly getting killed in pvp servers or having to join a guild of randoms and everything like that. Cause when I play Warcraft, I didn't have random guild. Yeah. Random guild. Like I didn't have anybody to play with. Um, I think that just, that should just kind of be an option. Like it's like, it's always been a thing now since oblivion to have a third person or my bad Morrowind. It's always been a thing since Morrowind to have a third person option and a first person option within elder yeah. scrolls games. Right. That's kind of how it should be now. Basically, for all El for all Bethesda games, Elder Scrolls or whatever, to have a third person and a first person option because people like playing in third person, people like playing in first person. You know, just give us options. Options are always a good thing. That's why I'm going to mod a first person mode into Dead House. <laughs> you want to zoom into first person to get that drinking in the blood experience? Heck yeah, dude! Full body awareness in a Dead House game that's first person, being able to. To play the lich and shoot fireballs or whatever in first person—that's awesome. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. It'll be—it'll be the first thing. It'll be the first thing uh, 
released within the mods. I'm going to make a first person mode for Dead House whenever whenever modding is available. That's another um, thing that they're bringing into it, that there will be community modding and it'll be open. It won't be something that's tacked on to the game. It'll be part of how you can use the game because they want to be able to have people be able to make up their own stories for their friends. You can be the DM. Yeah. You know, if you choose Think of it like, like dark and I would say dark and gothic Dungeons and Dragons, but that's like Pathfinder already, I think. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I haven't played Pathfinder yet. But everyone will see as uh, more and more of the game gets released and people get better looks behind the scenes on how everything's working. Uh, and uh, how, how, uh, we're having, wait, no, there's going to be, what, what day is it, man? I keep thinking like the, the official, the official monthly stream is like two weeks out now, right? Yep. It will be showing up on Wednesday the 29th. All right. We are currently on the 12th, in case you're wondering. All right. Yeah, I was wondering what day it was. I was like, I know rent is due in a couple of days. <laughs> so it's got to be, it's about, it's got to be close to, to rent day. Uh, but yeah, so I think, well, I mean, that's, that's, I guess, everything you guys need to know about Dead House so far. Does anybody here have any questions within the chat who has no idea what Dead House Sonata is or anything that you guys want to know about? Just, just ask away and we shall answer. Um, this is not but, the face of a victor. No, that's not the face of a victor. That's definitely uh that's not a victor. That's a victor. No, victor the vampire. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Exactly. That's also what I think about. Bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> She's Louise. <laughs> Bella Lugosi's doing cartwheels in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, narrative-driven online action role-playing game. What's this? Yes. Org. Uh, how about just a, a story-driven RPG that's online? Yeah, yeah. Because like the, that's the thing—you don't even have to be online. You can just do single-player. Yeah. Um, or wait, no. I've done it in Warframe quite online. a bit because sometimes uh, other people cause problems. <laughs> so yeah. you want you want to queue solo and do things yourself. But I love the idea of playing a game. One of the big things I liked about Warframe is I could be playing it, and then people log in in the Discord and see I'm playing it, and they go, "Hey, do you want a game?" And they can hop in, and we can just play together. Yeah. And the cool part of the free-to-play aspect is, oh, I've never played Warframe. You should download it. We can play. Oh, how much? It's free. Yeah, it's free. How much How much it's going to be is uh, how much you want to spend. I think I put $5 down for Warframe to just get some colors for my skin. Don't even want to think uh, about how much thing. I've spent on Warframe. That's it. Oh my I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Oh, I bought a house with Warframe. <laughs> I'm fairly certain I might have bought Dude, Space Mom. Dude, that makes—that's what makes me sick. I think that's what makes me sick about the free-to-play, the free-to-play market, or rather the pay-to-win market, because not because mm -hmm. not all free-to-plays are pay-to-win, right? Yeah. That's what makes me sick about the pay-to-win aspect of games. Is that like there are so many people who who could have bought a house or a new car with yeah. all the money they put into a free-to-play or a, a pay to win kind of kind of mindset for games like like and i think the crazy thing is to not to freaking make this a diablo immortal stream but the thing that hurts is that they're all the people who are bashing blizzard for like oh diablo immortal is pay to win and spent all this money just to prove their point 
you just gave them more money. You you, you they don't care. It. You yeah. incentivized everything that you you proved them right. You proved them right or wrong that free to play games or pay to win games don't make any money in their shit. But then stop giving them money. Stop proving their point. And the the. I have a feeling the public sucks. backlash will get some things changed. Oh, I don't no, think they're no, going to 180 I, the game, but I do think they're nah, going to change nah, things. They're not. They're going to. They. The, what sucks the most is I think Diablo Immortal was was going to be the base for Diablo Four, but they have quickly backpedaled all of that crap for Diablo Four. Like Diablo Four is going to be, uh, it's an open world now rather than just closed off uh, hubs um, or or acts. I guess it's it's an open world now. Um, there's going to be, there's going to be microtransactions, but I'm pretty sure if, th if they're smart, Blizzard will only make those microtransactions cosmetic. And if they don't, then they will lose a vast amount of Diablo well, from, 4 yeah, players. Yeah, you, do you guys not have phones? To, do you guys not have credit cards? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you yeah, guys like, not have a line of credit you can abuse? Do you, <laughs> do you not want to, do you not want to, uh, sell your house? Like... God. You know, you can remortgage your house for these nine legendary crests. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think what I think what even what, what makes it worse is that the amount is so high. If the amount was less, I think people would it would it would still suck, but it would go over a little easier. Just just a little easier. Right, but the amount is ridiculous. Like I'm telling you, five, ten dollars. Even three dollars here and there. Um, Keep in mind, would be dude, better. this all started with a two-dollar horse armor. It did. It all started with a two-dollar horse armor. Thank you, Bethesda, for <laughs> for introducing all that stuff. It's two-dollar horse armor, and then um, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm surprised Blizzard didn't learn from when they put in a real money auction house in Diablo Three. Do you remember that? I do. I think things start to become difficult when you introduce money to games. So I don't just mean pay for stuff. Like the way most mobile games work is you buy something on the Apple or Google store. Magic yeah. happens in the background. Currency comes up in your game. That's why you yeah. have these third-party currencies. It's usually like coins for soft currency and some type of gems for like the money currency, right? Mm -hmm. This is a standard practice. Nearly every mobile game has this. PC games are starting to include it, much to my chagrin, but look, here's where we are, right? Yeah. So that's okay because what happens is Calypso buys 10 bucks worth of gems from the Google Play Store and you pay your $10 in sales tax and all that crap. The yeah. problem with Diablo is they started introducing that they were handling the money, which means there would be tax and VAT added onto things in different countries and things that forget even nickel and diming people. You're starting to have a problem with the tax man. And when the tax man becomes your problem, you're in trouble. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think, where they discovered it's like, oh, wait, hold on. Because they would have nickel and dime people. I have no, no. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt. Because the they got to get out of that hole themselves in years yeah. ago. They, they had no problem with the real money auction house in that regard. No. Uh, they weren't smart enough to do it. They'd done it with direct money. And that's a and problem. That's the issue. Like Finance is heavily <sighs> regulated for a reason. No, Uncle I Sam think, wants well, his cut. 
Uncle Sam no, always pisses, wants his what cut. Gets me, what gets me mad, what gets me mad the most, I think, is that uh, to bring it back to Diablo 2 again, Diablo 2 had a had an auction thing too, had trading or whatever. You can trade your gear with other players or your friends, you know, um, yeah. which is fine. Part of an online the idea market, that's you can trade they done gear. That, they've done that in World of Warcraft. There's the auction house. Yeah. Gold. You can you sell can, crap can, in but, but resources, and, you know. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't real money. It was all just in-game items. The moment that a game introduced, you know, real, the moment that Diablo 3 introduced real money, for in-game stuff is for like just other players like oh another player has a really rare legendary armor set and he wants a hundred dollars in real money for the armor set that's like what what benefit what benefit other than blizzard is getting you know half of that cash anyway we all dance around the topic but do you want to know why it annoys people the most yeah there's a very very basic primitive primal thing that really annoys people about this in video games and it doesn't matter who you are anyone from a lowly free-to-play player in some random country on their phone to elon musk like and everyone in between with jeff bezos elon musk all these billionaires down to the thing we play video games because we want a bit of escapism when you introduce yeah. microtransactions, that means the people that get to pretend they're better than you and throw cash around because they're rich get to do that in the fictional world you go to to escape from that yeah. in real life. And that yeah. is what really annoys people. <sighs> it's ridiculous. Like, I think I think it also it, it bothers me like um this, and this is kind of what, like, this is why I stay away from a lot of mobile games. I think Diablo Immortal is the only mobile game I played for more than a couple of hours, other than like Max Paint, the Max Paint mobile version, because it's Max Paint, single player. I think right? I played a grand total of an hour, an hour and a half of Diablo Immortal yeah. before I uninstalled it. I'm like, you know something? This just makes me want to go play Diablo 3 on my Switch. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, so it's like, like, uh, when, when I play a video game, I want to sit down, I want to log in if it's an online game or whatever, and I want to play and shoot and kill things and not think about anything. The moment I get a an ad for a DLC or to spend real money that I just got home from work, busting my ass, making that real money, like hurts my soul and makes me not, it makes me want to stop playing the game, you know? What makes people like, stop playing it faster as well, Calypso, is when exa- exactly what you said. Now imagine your curiosity was piqued because of that, because you're tired. And you're yeah, like, oh, okay, whatever. Tired. Let's see Let's see what's in the shop anyway, because I'm too tired to play the game, so I'm just bored. I'm going to just flick through the shop. And you look at something cool and you go, I can't afford that. The yeah. fact that you can't afford something in a friggin' like, microtransaction mini game mm-hmm. on your phone, that causes depression and sadness because this is meant to be something that's cheap that you like throw money at because it's irrelevant it's a small irrelevant amount when that stops becoming a small irrelevant amount and becomes a bigger amount people despise that no dude i the the worst the worst to to wrap this up the worst thing Hmm. the worst thing is is that that diablo mortal has done not i'm not even gonna say it's you know all the cash you need to spend to get the best items, right? It's just the cosmetics. Like to, to you made the most simplest, easiest, most most ethical thing you can do for a free to play game, which is your cosmetics, and you've price gouged them to a ridiculous amount. That's and it's not even because video games are crazy dumb expensive to to make now, and that you need to make your money back because it's a mobile game or whatever, you know, and you're spending man hours 
working on a free-to-play game that, that they're not technically making money from, right? That they're losing money on, mm-hmm. right? It's that you made your cosmetics so fucking expensive. Let, let's say Diablo Immortal didn't have any of the gems or the crests, or the rifts to fucking unlock and shit. And you didn't have to pay for any of that. And your cosmetics alone were the only thing they were making money off of. The cosmetics are too expensive. One skin, one skin um, for Diablo Immortal, for your monk or your barbarian character, and it's character-based. It's not account-based. It's character-based. Is $15 well, to unlock much. one skin that just overlays your character in like a badass Dude, in armor. Sea, really in cool Sea armor. of Thieves, $15. it's like four, In Sea of Thieves, for like 14 bucks, you get like a, a what they call like an ultimate collection for your ship. Like, so mm-hmm. you get, like, everything to deck out your ship. So, like, if you go in, like, we were talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff before, you can get, like, what awesome. is it? it's called Eternal Freedom, but there's the Complete Collection, Eternal Freedom Complete Collection, and it's, like, 14 bucks. And they tell you it's 14 bucks. It tells you how much yeah. it is in ancient coins, but it actually says fourteen ninety nine. So it has it like that, and it gives you the whole thing of the ship. It's got the sails, it's got the stern, the cannons, the blood. Like, it's got all the stuff. Yeah, for more than that is one character in a mobile. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, like you guys can do do this right now. You can you can freaking just go to the, go to the wiki or whatever. It's already logged on there. Or just Google how much Diablo Immortal cosmetics are. The fact that 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 uh, one hour of my paycheck is a cosmetic skin for Diablo Immortal hurts that's my soul. Ups- that's upsetting. And they need to Blizzard, Blizzard. If you if you end up, why I'll probably clip this too. Um, hold on, let me, let me put that for editing. Um, uh, Blizzard, if you watch this video and and uh, you are debating this for Diablo Four as your microtransactions, as your DLCs, and it's cosmetic items only, do not make it fifteen dollars for a barbarian skin or whatever and don't make it character based diablo immortal is character based i can only unlock one skin um per character but i still have to pay the same amount each and every time for the character not 15 dollars for one cosmetic item that travels a different across different characters and is different looking for each class it's per character do not do this blizzard please make your cosmetics items five ten bucks max Anything more than that, and you lost people, you lost players. Five Nobody bucks give or a shit. less, especially for a five bucks or less game. is even better for a mobile game. Like it'd be one thing yeah. if it was like a big PC game or something like that, where like you're you're an MMO or something. But even that, I I wouldn't agree with too much. But the idea that it's per class is insane. Yes, like you can't you can't do all of that, and for that price. And keep in mind the timing here, because this was all done intentionally. We just got out of a global pandemic where there's massive yes, inflation. Yes, like there's most people it, are man. struggling for money. Like I know you could just say, oh no, well, you don't have most to. Most people play. are struggling yeah, but for they money. Didn't but have all the whales the who game. gave Blizzard all their money already aren't. Like yeah, like they could say, oh well, you don't have to buy it, and they didn't have to release it. But here we are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you guys not have phones? Yeah, we we do have phones, but now our phones are going to go in the trash to get rid of Diablo Immortal. Like, <laughs> and I think the worst part is is that Diablo Immortal isn't a bad game. It's a good game. It can easily be it can easily be a Diablo three point five full release, full PC thing. I think that's right? what made it worse for people. That like it, it just seemed really good up until I think it's like level thirty five or something that they hammered yeah, on the brakes down. And, uh, yep. 
my friend is level 35 now and he was like man i managed to get to level 35 in in, a, in an hour or like an, mm. an hour and a half tops right got to level 35 now the progress has halted significantly and it's going to be more of a regular grind or even more of a grind than it normally would be on on a, a regular game like what but anyways um that's that's all for now. This got me angry. <laughs> that's all for now. But don't rest assured, people. Dead House Sonata will not be like this. So not at all. Do not worry. You can not take Dennis's word on it. It will be done ethically. And it'll be done in a way that everyone's happy with. Now, granted, some people are going to scream pay to win. They did that with yep. Warframe too. They still do it with yep. Warframe. It's pay to win. Oh, of except, course. No, it's not. You can't win by paying money in Warframe. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> so but don't worry guys dead house now won't be like this um but with that um we at dead house whispers are not paid to win um if you want to pay not me, at all. we're ahead. not even paid we will not win <laughs> we're not even paid um yeah so uh i've been calypso you can find me uh, on youtube just type in dead house sonata it's the first me and the official channel will show up um or dead house whispers also you can find me on twitter at necrolibriatus as well as instagram at necrolibriatus um and you can find faceless mike on twitch twitter and instagram at the faceless mike everywhere and don't forget to follow the official dead house sonata stuff at deadhousesonata.com um at dead house game on twitter and instagram um that's that's a uh, 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 did I get that? Yeah, and at deadhousesonata.com. That's H A U S deadhouse.com. Uh, um, and we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. See ya.